There we are. We're live. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Two Drink Minimum, the only podcast that clearly doesn't give a shit about his third mic as we've sent him out in the wild to get infected. And he's in a whorish neighborhood, so he's going to get infected with both coronavirus and AIDS. <laughs> the gentleman on your top left corner, a comedy legend, doesn't really need an introduction, but I'm going to give him one anyway because it's fun to do. It's goddamn Mike Ward. I'm Mike Ward. You are Pentelis. Uh huh. Our guest this week is uh, the King of Los Angeles. The King of Los Angeles, host of Inappropriate Earl. You've seen him on many shows, such as I'm Dying Up Here. It's goddamn Earl Skakel. Hey, it's an honor to be here. Well, we're happy to have you here, dude. So, you're living up uh, the quarantine life in there, I see. You're getting bored as hell. Oh, dude, it's the worst. Uh, <laughs> like, the daytime, it's not so bad because I usually stay home and write and go work out. But uh, it's, a night. it's the nighttime and I'm at the comedy store and, you know, it's, it's just like, I, I don't think I've ever experienced anything like this in my life. No, this is new for all of us. So like people that work out like you in the day, do you just like do push-ups in your living room or like well, now? What, what are you doing to work out? Uh, I go on these uh, like seven to 10 mile walks at night at like okay. midnight. Because uh, there's no one on the street, there's no cars, there's no people, uh, and it's surreal to walk down Sunset on a Saturday night at like I don't know midnight, where there'd be hundreds of cars and there's not one. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I, I did a walk and a little jog last night. Same thing. It was uh, it was dead. There was a couple of cars, but I went for an hour just jogging around the neighborhood, and it kind of felt good to be honest with you. Like I was looking around, and I was like. Uh, I kind of like this. If, if half of these people uh, disappeared, I wouldn't mind. Yeah. <laughs> did you have, uh, did did cops stop you? Because last time I went out for a walk, uh, I had cops. They didn't stop me, but they drove by and then they flashed their lights at me. I didn't get to see any cops yesterday. There were okay. no cops, but I, I'm very aggressive. So I would have said something if they, because I don't. Well, I'm lucky because uh, I walk with my fiance and little dog. Okay. So they they see her and they're like, okay, but we're both wearing like black ski masks. So I'm sure if it was just me, they'd be like, okay, <laughs> yeah. we need to talk to this guy. Because that's all that are out at night in LA right now. Are, uh, especially where I live, West Hollywood, there's not a lot of crime anyway. So the cops are dying for something to happen. <laughs> they grab Earl with a crowbar and a ski mask. <laughs> I think the reason why they, they stopped me or looked at me is because I was walking with uh, my wife and we have two dogs. So she had one. I had one. And then we're both following our dogs. So I think I was too close to her, but it didn't look like we're, we were together. Uh, yeah. So I thought I think they thought I was a fucking weirdo trying to hit on some poor lady with a dog. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're asking there. you questions. Did you hurt the feelings of a child, sir? Come over here. <laughs> So uh, Travolta, Fat Travolta, what are you doing? How's uh, how's it looking out there? So I, I just wanted to show, like, uh, usually, like, on even where, like, old Montreal, where it's fucking jam-packed yeah. all the time. I hear voices. Who the fuck is out there right now with you? Yeah. There's some Little people walking. Kid. Like, it's fucking, it's complete, like, deserted, bro. Who like, are those? I saw those two people walking, chased them, and started asking them questions. Oh, who are these two? No, uh, uh, two dykes. But uh, I, I'm gonna stay away from people. Dykes. Send them to my neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Poseidon. But I'm gonna walk around, uh, just show show old Montreal, like you know how it is, uh, Mike and Pantels, like it's fucking 
booming with people I, usually. I feel like there's not a we're gonna witness live on stream a hate crime happening. <laughs> he just starts talking. Not in my neighborhood, dykes. <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> Somebody gets too close, yeah, you will see one. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. But Earl, I still see what makes me laugh about you, Earl, is that even though this is happening, you're still shitting <laughs> on fucking on open micros and all your enemies on Twitter, and it fucking it makes my night every time. <laughs> I can't help it, man. This is not what I needed more time on my hands. Yeah. To, uh, make fun of Jeremy Piven doing comedy. That first of all, that's shocking to everyone when he had started doing it. But you're the most outspoken critic of Jeremy Piven doing stand up. It is the best. I, I look forward to those fucking tweets because they come out of nowhere. You're like, look at this fucking idiot. It's just a tag, and you tag him. Oh, it's are the you, best. He wanted, you? To, uh, he wanted to fight me a couple weeks ago in the belly room when uh, they were doing roast battle. I was told by a, a certain person to get up there and challenge him oh so uh i just did it for some laughs and uh you know he has the improv skills of a sloth from the goonies oh he wasn't uh, good oh he was horrible like uh his first comeback to me was uh i'm i'm jewish i pray for you my brother <laughs> what uh and then uh he's like i'm not gonna roast battle you but i'll kick your ass in the parking lot right now so uh i said come on let's go and he, he uh, I guess he got lost on his way to the parking lot. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> And I loved Ari Gold. I love that character. But the real human being behind it, the more I know about him, the more I dislike him. Oh, he's a horrible person. Yeah. I like you know. too that he's like five foot one, but he was challenging you to a fight. <laughs> you could clearly kick his ass. He step on him, easily. yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm just curious as to like who put it in his head, like, hey, you got me tooed out of Hollywood. You should try stand up. I mean, <laughs> yeah, he did get me tooed, right? Yeah, and it's like, it's like if I got me tooed out of comedy and I just started showing up on random film sets. Okay, I'd like to act. <laughs> that oh my god, that's fucking accurate. Yeah, that's exactly what's happening. Yeah, I heard a room rack whip my dick out around here. You guys don't mind. Yeah. I mean, at least like Rappaport seems to enjoy doing it, you know, like he's not doing it because he has to do it, you know, is like, it, the comedy Rappaport, or the acting is Rappaport bad at stand up because I've never seen him, but he gives off a vibe that he's going to be horrible at stand up. I mean, I'll be honest with you, like uh, to me, it comes off like uh, like Bill Burr light, mm. uh, but you know, God knows what people say about my comedy, but, um, you know, he seems to do it because he like, just likes doing it, you know? Okay. Uh, so, That's a good you thing. know, he's, the, he's, he's like the complainer, the loud guy, which is kind of burrs, you know, territory. So, uh, but, you know, who am I to sit there and tell him what style he should do? Yeah, we, if we start policing each other, it's never going to yeah. fucking end. We already have to deal with this goddamn policing from the government. Yeah. Well, oh. who knows what's going on? Did you guys... Uh, Louis C.K. dropped a special. Yeah. On his, yeah, on his I mean, website. Uh, and there were women in the crowd. Of course, yeah, yeah. yeah. None of them scared. Well, that first row was like a couple women. They must have felt like the first row to Gallagher concert. Watch out. You know, it's going to pop up. But did you, nobody watch it again? I want to check I, it out. I watched it, yeah. Was it good? 
Yeah, I like it. I yeah, like I think it. I'm gonna like it too, probably. Uh, yeah. I'm I'm glad he I'm glad he did it, and I, just the internet for a day, I think it exploded. P- people were writing those articles about how can he do this? He should have not been allowed. But what do you, what do you talk? First of all, he, he wasn't convicted of a crime, right? He didn't go to jail. There was no. Uh, he's allowed to do this. Mm. It's his job. And if you don't want to watch, don't pay the money. Don't watch it. It ends there. Yeah. He didn't force those people in those rooms. It would yeah, be funny if he did, though. If he started by locking the doors, that would have been hilarious. Like, now, now watch this. First, yeah, I mean, he's not the first comic to jack off in front of two girls after a show. Yeah, and you know what? Definitely wasn't the last. Yeah, he's just the most famous one. Exactly. <laughs> Mike, what you going to say? Good, though. I, I, did, I did like this special. I, I bet I'm going to like it, too. Yeah, yeah. You can tell he, like, maybe not as uh, polished as as the the last couple ones because he isn't doing it as often as he was. But he, he's still a great comedy writer. Yeah, and I heard he had to change the beginning a bit because remember those first 20, 25 minutes were leaked? Remember people were recording? Oh, so yeah. he had to come up with something quicker. So that kind of fucks up your, your, your hour if it's not what you wanted to build in the beginning. You're forced to create a new 20 minutes mm-hmm. a few months before. It kind of sucks dick. Yeah. Yeah, but the, he, I, I think his first joke was part of the... I didn't listen to the leak special because I don't want to listen to someone working on a new hour. Yeah. I want to hear it once it's ready. But uh, his first joke was the same joke that he's been opening with for a while. Okay, and it was good? Yeah, yeah, it's a joke. Like, he goes on and goes, how was your year? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Better than yours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Earl, what do you what do you think about uh, like what's gonna happen down there? Do you think it's gonna filter out a lot of people that you already don't want on the scene? Because it's gonna die oh, out, right? No. Some people are just gonna filter themselves out. They're gonna go back to working at Starbucks. I mean, oh no, LA comics are more delusional than like I don't know Lorenzo Lamas thinking he's gonna win an Oscar. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I. It'll be interesting, both in the from the comic side of things and the crowds, you know, like, and I think the comedy store will be like the, the benchmark for all clubs, maybe even in the country, because it's, it's, it's almost like a nightclub too. like, yeah. it's not just, there's so many people who go there on a Friday or Saturday night, and on a Tuesday night, because it's roast battle, and it's crazy, uh, that don't even go into the showrooms, they just go to hang out. Uh, yeah. So... You know, I think there'll be some pretty wild crowds when we get the green light. Uh, but I was talking to someone in management there, and they're like, it's probably going to be pretty light those first few weeks. So, uh, you know, because people are just going to be afraid to be around people. And That's what me and Mike were, were yeah. saying before before we started on the show, before you came on. We were talking about how I still have a show booked in uh, in Quebec City for early May. And I think it's right. May 9th. And the government said here, I think May 5th is when they're going to stop this lockdown. So four days later, I'm not too sure people are going to want to go out to, to a comedy show, of, you know, like a room in, with strangers. So that I mean, might, I, I'll push that back too. Well, I mean, I think there's going to be with that one rebel group of people and, and who's sick. Like, I got to be around people. I didn't get it while we're in quarantine. I'm not going to get it now. I want to be around you know comics i want to see delia i want to see this person i want to be around the, the party scene of the store and then there's there's a lot of paranoid people out there right now uh and so it, i'm it's such an uncharted event that probably hopefully will never happen again 
don't think any to me it reminds me of when AIDS first came out like it was such a well it's a gay disease and then yeah you know then a bisexual person slept with a gay person and then they slept with a straight person is oh straight people can get it like no one knows really like yeah and like just two weeks ago or three weeks ago uh people were saying the black people couldn't get it yeah do you remember that yeah coronavirus yeah. like uh the first week people they were going like no one no one uh in africa got it no black people in africa got it it was all white people therefore black people can't get it so i was telling all my black friends you should you should fucking travel like yeah, that's what you, you told that's what you told preach yeah, <laughs> yeah i told preach i was like why are you canceling your trip to new york go you'll be alone on the plane <laughs> it's your time brother you almost killed him yeah you almost killed preach <laughs> Well, even now there's like a, not a controversy, but a, a debate on whether dogs can carry it in their hair, you know? So, uh, you know, so now you see like dog owners who are usually pretty friendly and let their dogs smell another dog. And now they're like pulling their dogs away from other dogs. So it's still in that. Yeah. Unknown. I, yeah. I don't think from what I know, I don't think they could f- like carry it inside them. Like they won't get infected, but you're right though. I guess it does make sense. If I have it in my hands and I pet a dog and then the dog could get it, that does make sense. That could definitely happen. Yeah. But, or, or someone sneezes and they sneeze on their dog and then their dog licks your dog. And, but you know, I don't know. I think this is the week we kind of start to flatten the curve and, at least in America, the stock market's doing a lot better the last couple of days. I think that'll ease people's minds, uh, you know, but who knows? This is, everything's been moved back. Even the festival, just for laughs, going to take place in October now. It's going to be a fall festival. So that'll give LA Comics a chance to tell everyone they got it when they didn't really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking interesting, though, that uh, it's, I, I'm, I'm curious. I was talking with Mike the other day what the feel is going to be like. Because, you know, it, like in the summer, it's a different feel walking around and seeing everything. And I wonder in the fall how it's going to feel downtown. And also, Mike was suggesting that they're probably not even going to have the same amount of shows. They might even reduce the number of shows. But I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know what they're thinking. If they're just going to take everything and move it to October the way it is. Or if they're going to make adjustments. I'm very curious, though. Very, very curious. I mean, I don't know. To me, in America, anyway, I think the first big events that will happen are the NFL games. Uh, August, right? Uh, well, it, preseason's in August, but nobody goes to those anyway. So you won't really. Those will be the safest games to go to. Mm-hmm. But, like, because I was going to go to, like, Motley Crue and Def Leppard uh, at the new football stadium and, I think that was September 5th. I, I can't see that happening. And uh, I know like the killers were supposed to play the football stadium in August. I, I can't see that happening, but maybe. It's unlikely. I mean, I went to go see Kiss the, the first week of the quarantine and I felt comfortable. Like it's probably not the smartest move to do. It uh, was during the first week where people were still kind of 50, 50 on it. They're like, ah, eh, this is just overblown. Yeah, I mean, Paul Stanley even was doing song intros referencing the coronavirus. He's like, I hear there's a lot of viruses out there. We better call out Dr. Love. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then the the night before, I went to a Kings game, and they played the, uh, I think it was the Ottawa Senators, and four senators tested positive. So, uh, but no Kings did. So it's still like, who gets it, who doesn't, who knows? Yeah, it's fucking, it's so, uh, I don't know, anybody, I don't know if any of our fans even got, like, I haven't 
because yeah. we make fun of it a lot, but I haven't seen I a message. I don't have any friends or or anyone in my circle that got it. I, I have, uh, I think a lady, like I told you, one of my mom's friends up the street of where my mom lives had gotten it for like a month. And then yesterday, my mom, she's like, yeah, I'm going to go over there. Uh, they got some uh, some olive oil from Greece. And I'm like, you're not fucking going anywhere. What are you, crazy? You can go to the <laughs> one person that you know that had it. And you can go to their house now. No, leave it there for can, another month. What you are you doing? You can get that olive oil for free when that lady dies. Dies, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll walk in there, we'll take olive oil. Don't you worry. But it was just, she's very rebellious, you know? She's yeah. like, you're not going to, but then I told her, don't do it. And, you know, uh, she's like, all right, since you're yelling, I'm not going to go. Like a child. <laughs> it's just, it's like, I won't, because it was so dangerous just to even think about going. And I don't know. I took her for a walk on Saturday, though. I, I went and picked her up. Took her for a walk around the, the neighborhood in TMR so that she can get some fresh air because she was going crazy three weeks in the house. I was bringing yeah. her groceries, everything. So she never, she hadn't seen fucking proper sunlight. It was driving her insane. So I said, yeah. fuck, I'll take a risk. I'll take her out. So far, she hasn't caught anything. So we're good. Earl, do you live uh, with your girlfriend or you live alone? Uh, I live with her. Okay. So <laughs> how's that going? Uh, pretty good. I mean, she's a writer, so uh, and pretty successful. So she works mainly in the daytime, and, and she produces shows. So she's actually successful. General. <laughs> um, <laughs> but even uh, she was affected. She was a, a writer and a producer on that ABC show, Holy Moly, and uh, which is like a stunt show, golf uh, stunt show, and it was all filmed at night and. They had to shut down because half the crew was from Australia and they had to go home before a certain date. Uh, but it's pretty good. We get along. You know, she's, she's significantly younger than me, but, uh, you know, just enhances my reputation in the L.A. comedy scene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like the, I'm like the colonel in Boogie Nights. I, I don't touch them. I just look at them. Is it Earl, <laughs> Earl's like a hilarious uh, 80s movie bully. When it comes to like uh, open micers or anyone giving attitude in the scene in LA, yeah, you walk around with your fucking leather jacket bullying people. I love it. I, love- I mean, I don't think it's bullying. I just think it's, uh, you know, uh, because I have a, uh, I don't know, I have a weird status in LA. Obviously, I'm not famous, but like I'm known enough where I could speak out and. Uh, you know, there was this like one particular female comic who, who isn't passed at the comedy store and uh, she keeps posting pictures of herself on stage at the store, which you're not supposed to do if you're not passed there. Uh, oh. So I was like, I, I mean, it, it, you know, it's, it's a weird place, but, you know, they're very protective of like, if you're good enough to perform here, it's a privilege to post yeah. a picture. Mm. Uh, and she's just trying to act like she's a regular there and I, I had to like say hey listen you can't do that anymore oh, it's fuck. a no-no i, I love yeah, this like, kind of stuff it's hilarious yeah like i i like last week you tweeted out uh people that were promoting i guess a show online and two of them the credits were uh the comedy store but they were probably just like they did a, a open mic <laughs> yeah uh, like they, they paid for the two drink minimum yeah. it's like you know, in 1988, I went to a Rangers Capital game at Madison Square Garden. Uh, yeah. Should I start putting MSG in my credits? Uh, Errol Skinkle as seen <laughs> MSG. <laughs> There's a photo of you in the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was there. It's not a lie. Uh, 
Uh, and I don't know why it bothers me so much. I just, uh, cause, uh, I don't know. The longer I do comedy, the more, uh, honest I I'm getting. Some people I, might say it's better. That, that always hurts comics too. Whenever they have a credit that, uh, it isn't a real credit. Like what, sometimes you'll hear that for comics that are like, I was in this movie and you're like, really? But they have like one line. So if if you bring them up, I go, and you might remember this guy from Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. like, what? He was that wasn't the guy from. He was Ghost Number Twelve. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's just the fudging of credits. I don't know if it's like that in, in Montreal or, or New York. It's like that everywhere. I, I think is yeah. I, I only get you. You know what? I, I think you get frustrated after a while. I think you get frustrated because you even for one credit, it took takes years it's a lot of hard work and it's a pain in the ass and just to get anything right so i think it's just infuriating when you see someone who's been doing it for three months being like you know i sat in the audience of the the late show so i was technically there you know and then you're like oh come the fuck on man like don't put the late show don't do that so i think yeah, that's I mean, what pisses us off yeah yeah where it really started you know my feelings toward this died down until uh the alec baldwin roast where i wrote for dr ken and uh there was a lot of uh, roast battle comics and, and open micers who submitted jokes, but no, none of them got on. But they would still tell people they wrote for the Alec Baldwin roast. It's like you didn't okay. write for it; you submitted for you it. Attempted. This is a big difference. Yeah, you yeah, attempted. You attempted. You swung, I mean, I don't know why sir. It bothers me so much. Uh, you, I think you're also a I shit disturber. You like to fuck around. I get it though. I, I like to. But I get I get frustrated for stupid shit too. That's that's my entire existence is me getting mad over shit I shouldn't be getting mad at, and then the stuff that should bother me. I'm like, yeah, it's not that bad. Calm down. So I'm, I'm a fucking a, weirdo too. I had a thing once. I wrote uh, jokes for Jimmy Carr, and he he only took one, and I'm pretty sure he only took one joke just so that uh, he, I'd be able to use that as a credit. <laughs> like I, it almost felt like it was because he he kept the joke. And the joke didn't work at all. And I was like, oh, he's just doing that to be nice so that I don't look like a piece of shit. So that he was just doing that so Earl doesn't bully me on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, I would never bully you because I respect you. Like, I, I guess I only bully people I don't respect. Like, yeah. <laughs> Which uh, is the best way to bully. That's the, that's well, the best criteria. Like I had uh, someone from the show after the Piven thing they kind of yelled at me. I won't say who they are. Uh, their last name ends with, rhymes with boss. Uh, he was like, hey, you bullied him up there. I'm like, well, yeah. It's like. Wait, wait, of all people, he's the one telling you you bullied someone on stage? It's like, come on, man. He's in our world now. You want to be a comic? This is what we do. Yeah, I, it's fucking surprising that people don't. But busting balls is more than half of of what we do. More than half, yeah. I think seventy percent is maybe eighty percent is busting balls, and it's great. You're having a great time. Look at look at Poseidon. We we keep forgetting about him, but he's been walking around for the last half hour. He's probably has something right now. Poseidon, can you hear us? Yes. Yeah. How was that walk? Uh, very relieving. Actually, I enjoyed it. More There's people than you expected, the- and then you expected. A lot less, actually, than I expected. Oh, I still expect it to be still a few pockets of people, but there's a lot of cops driving around giving tickets. Did anybody talk to you? Did any cop look at you or anything? No, not even. Everyone's uh, cops didn't look at me because I was alone. But everyone. Oh, it's like, for social uh, like, distancing, not for walking around. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I tried to look at this fucking douchebag walking real close to my fucking car right now. Fuck, you guys should get out and crack him. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good uh, Honk. Uh, Poseidon, a, point the camera at him. Point, point the camera at him and then honk loud. Point the camera first. We want to see his reaction if he gets scared. Or roll up to him and then honk. Ask him hold how on, he's going to manage to social distance with your fist in his face. Yeah. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I got to put my seatbelt. Right. This is good. Roll this down is- your window and say, hey, uh, di- didn't we work on Take It in the Ass 7? Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I feel like we're the government. We're in control of a fat drone. <laughs> it's uh, amazing. Fuck. When you just look at Poseidon's camera, like his uh, his screen, oh, he went on, it oh, makes is you it, fucking dizzy. Is he Asian? Sorry, Hawking. <laughs> yeah, of course he looked at you. He just honked at the man, of course. What did you think he was going to do? So he's like, thank you, sir. I don't know. <laughs> oh, Hold shit. On, I'm trying to... Uh, wait, because uh, I just met Earl. Um, when you were on I'm Dying, how'd you like I'm Dying up here? With f- Forget what you had to do, but just in general, as a show, did you enjoy it? Do you well, think it was I mean, a good... I was barely in it enough to tell people I was in it. But, uh, I tell people you were in it. I was so happy. Every time you'd be on screen, like, it's fucking Earl. <laughs> I'd be so happy. They were like, hey, can you play a bitter comic? I'm like, please. Can I? Set? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it was sad that it didn't get renewed because yeah. I, I thought, you know, the lead actress has, has won an Oscar. Uh, you know, all the, uh, the guest stars that were on it, like Rick Overton, uh, you know, Alfred Molina, you know, all these, you know, great character actors and, and all the comics on it are all working top comics. Uh, yeah, Santino. But, I, I didn't think I was going to like it. And then I loved the show. I watched the full season. Yeah. I enjoyed it. And I was a little surprised to find out that there's not more of it. Did they do I mean, two seasons or just one? They oh. did two seasons. Okay. And, and the second season barely got brought back. Uh, but I know Jim Carrey really loved you know, it was his pretty much brainchild. Um, Wait, what was the second but, season? You know, what happened? The second season uh, got a lot darker, like, which is what I thought it always should have been. Uh, you know, I mean, we're all comics, you know, stand-ups, uh, you know, it's a depressing world. I mean, uh, you know, when you look at someone like, say, Brody Stevens, who we all knew and loved, yeah, you would think he'd be the happiest guy on earth. Yeah. You know, he's... He's in big movies. He's got famous friends. He can play anywhere in LA. He could play any room in the city and, and kill. Uh, and even he was depressed. So uh, I think the second season captured what it's really like to be a comic. Oh, yeah, yeah. I did see the second season. Okay, I thought it was like one yeah. long season. Okay, yeah, yeah. I remember with the second club opening and they had the guy from uh, Everyone Loves Raymond. What's his name? Oh, he was great. Yeah, he was yeah. fucking he very good. He should have won an uh, Like... I did one scene with him and it's like, wow, this guy's an actor. Like it was like watching an acting class. He was so good. Uh, but I, you know, the number one complaint my friends gave me was dude, it's not that funny. What's not, it's not a sitcom. Yeah, exactly. It's not a, yeah. it, it felt so much of it felt like an accurate representation. Um, yeah. There was some stuff that I, they had to do it cause it's a show. Like, um, uh, I was talking with Mike about it when it, when I first saw it. The only stuff that I had a problem with, I think Mike shared the same problem, was just like the girl character, she got good fast. Like it felt a little off, like just right. her. But that was just to move the story along. I get it. Yeah. But in general, all around, the way they were thinking, the way they were talking, to me, I was like, yeah, this is us. Like it felt like like comedians. It didn't feel off. Whereas people try to be comedians sometimes, like backstage, and it feels fake. To me, it right. felt real. I was like, fuck, this is, that's, that's comics. 
So I, I thought I mean, it would get I picked just up. Think that it was more a uh, a drama than a comedy, and, and mm. it didn't go right off of the book. Uh, you know, there's a book that the show's based off of, and uh, it was like probably fifty percent off the book. So I, I think people were confused, like who is Santino? Is he, is he Letterman? Is he Bill Hicks? And, and then, you know, is, uh, Goldie Mitzi or someone else? And is, uh, I, th- I think club owner from season one, you know, they, is that the guy from the improv and when the store and the improv were kind of beefing? Yeah. So the fire. Just, yeah. So, uh, but it was a bummer to see it. Because I think it could have gone on at least a few more seasons, just because you could have brought in new comics, uh, new new characters. You could have covered the comedy boom of the '80s. Yeah. Uh, you know, and then you could have, on the flip side, covered the, the I guess the bust of the '90s. Uh, but uh, you know, it just never grabbed the ratings. You know, unfortunately. Do you think that was maybe uh, since like Showtime? I have a feeling like since TV's kind of dead, people will still watch HBO, but not Showtime as much. Yeah, it was hard for me to even get access to it here, Earl. It took a while before I got to actually watch it. That's why when I had tweeted you, it was a couple of months ago. That was when I first got access to be able to see it here in Canada. And the whole time I was like, fuck, why wasn't this on a more accessible uh, network? Because I think Showtime is where you, but HBO, I think it would have still been going. Yeah, I mean, that, that wasn't the other complaint of from my friends is like dude i don't have showtime like i do i've got like fucking seven showtimes or whatever it is uh i i think it would have been maybe netflix or amazon prime where you could go a little deeper in terms of uh like they had a storyline for season three the writer came up to me because even though i was a very very small part of the show they loved me just because you know i'd show up on time and, and stay late if they needed a voiceover He's like, we had a storyline, Earl, for you where Ari Blonde is so desperate she fucks you. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, we showed the scene to the network or the, you know, the script. And they're like, we don't want her getting passed around like that. Like, <laughs> what if it was another comic? That's fine. But not this fucking Earl yeah. guy. <laughs> but- but this was right. That scene was would have been done right when the Weinstein stuff was coming out. Yeah. So, uh, you know, but that's what was going on in the 70s. Yeah, exactly. Comics were passed around. Uh, you know, uh, there were bitter comics like me just angry that the career is going bad. So their only joy in life was fucking the wait staff. That still happens. Oh, believe me. Is, is Poseidon going to a Chinese bubble tea place? Poseidon, can you hear us? I don't know where he's going. Dude, he kind of reminds me of a young Andre the Giant. Yo, it's true, yeah. <laughs> Yo, I'm here. He, he's he's Mongoloid the Giant. Uh, dude, was there, was there a homeless Chinese guy outside smoking? Multiple. <laughs> Multiple. Uh, so yeah. you're in Chinatown right now? Yeah. Okay, very the most dangerous part. Yeah, that's a smart idea. I mean, look, dude, if anything, you know how to keep safe. Uh, so that I'm bubble tea Hans, place is open. I'm Hans reporter. That bubble tea place is open, I see. Yeah, it's open. I'm going to try. I'm going to go and get something. I'm going to leave the volume on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, ask if they have bat flavored bubble tea. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. 
These fucking poor people left their country. Can you go see? <laughs> <laughs> left their country to get some fucking giant racist. <laughs> can you can you guys see? Yeah, yeah, we can see. Yeah, yeah, we can see. We prefer. <laughs> yeah, we can see. <laughs> we prefer the widescreen version, but it's okay. Well, it's in my pocket. Yeah, who's oh, holding fine. the camera? Michael J. Fox. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, dude. But there's people walking around. You know what? The Chinese have balls, man. They don't give a fuck. I think we're just the ones scared. I think so. Oh, there's other people there. Look at that. Nobody gives a fuck. No social distancing. And no one's wearing masks, right? No, no one's wearing masks. (laughs) This is why we're not going to flatten the curve. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. Do I get something? I'm kind of hungry. Get you're, something. You're gonna get the coronavirus. Yeah, that's what you're gonna get. <laughs> no, but but get what do they have there? I see muffins. I'm gonna get a, gonna get a bubble tea and uh, something to snack on. Yeah, get some snacks. Oh, the, hold on, this looks good. What is you're that? Filming a, a building. All we're seeing oh, is the a, building across the street. A, that's a yeah. that's a croissant. I'm oh, get the croissant. Okay, that looks oh. good. This is amazing that that we could see the, fucking it's so weird what what day and age we're, we're doing a podcast right now we're we're sitting at home talking to each other and we have this buffoon <laughs> reporting what's, live What's weird is I was mesmerized like I'm mesmerized by the store cuz I haven't been in a store for 3 weeks <laughs> I'm like this is insane it looks like the movies By the way I'm going to say they something I like this store they got all kinds of cool shit Yeah, yeah they got Pocky look at this this is good Pocky. I'm getting this Yeah what is that po- Oh Pocky yeah those little Pocky. sticks yeah, get those. Oh, I like this place. Yeah. Yo, this place is stacked, bro. And it looks nice. It looks modern and clean. Yeah. Yeah, this place should be bigger. I'm still not touching anything, though. Yeah, it's not... I mean, don't touch anything anywhere. Yeah. No, yeah. touch everything. <laughs> oh, yeah, be a weirdo. Start touching. Yeah. Lick oh. your fingers. I don't have coronavirus, guys. And you can't get AIDS like this, so you're fine. You're I safe. Start masturbating. What does it say? What does, yeah, it say? What does that, that sign say? <laughs> yeah, start jerking off. What does that sign say? Right there. On the, no, no. Turn, turn to your right. There we go. Yeah, we go. Take out only. Okay, yeah. They, they don't want you to stay there. Yeah. I'm, I'm staying kind of long, though. It's kind of annoying. All right, mute it until something happens. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay, hold on. <laughs> Imagine a fight. Put more of your hand in the camera. Yeah, put more of your hand in. It would be funny if a fucking fight breaks out. He's got it on film. People are fighting him. Why are you filming us? <laughs> Look at him. He's suspicious. So, yeah, Errol, I, I would agree with you. I fucking I wish that show kept going longer, and I wish it was on uh, goddamn HBO. Yeah, I mean, it just, uh, you know, and they gave it a good uh, following. I think the first season it was Twin Peaks, which was a big show, and then... Yeah. I want to say the second season it was on after Homeland, which is uh, probably their, or maybe it was Ray Donovan, one of those two shows. And, uh, you know, it just. Is, is Ray Donovan any good? I like it, but, you know, it's getting a little long in the tooth. Just, I think it's uh, done now, but. Uh, They're stretching it. You know, that, yeah, I mean, yeah. How many bad situations can one guy get into? <laughs> well, if you, if you look at the camera on the bottom fourth quarter right there, yeah. uh, a lot, yeah. a lot That's of bad situations yeah. right there. 
This could be the new season of Ray Donovan. This guy in his members only jacket running. <laughs> oh yeah, last time we were last time we were with you, Earl, when we did the podcast at your house in that whole week, that was when the hooker thing happened with Poseidon, right? That was it was the day before Rogan. So that was yep. when he got pepper sprayed by a prostitute. Yeah, so Oh yeah. Well, that doesn't sound surprising. Yeah, yeah, it was that. It was that time, right, Mike? It was that was the time yeah, that we yeah. went down. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck, that's hilarious. Yeah, every time Earl's around, something's gonna happen to Poseidon. Oh, he's going to he's going to cash. Hi, how are you? Fine, thank you. Good. This and I would like to get something from over there as well, please. Yeah, from, from the front. Oh, I can pick it up myself. I thought because I saw you in the window earlier picking it up, so I thought I thought you were responsible. You don't have to. Ex- yeah, I thought you were responsible for picking. He sounds like a bad sketch. Yeah, he sounds like fake. It sounds like hello. I would like a cookie. Can, <laughs> can you touch it or I can touch it? Oh, yeah. But I don't want to touch this right now. Hello, fellow Asians. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean you don't want to touch it? You're going to eat it. Yeah. No, I, I don't want to touch the, the thing. So use a napkin. Put a napkin over it. I saw you hold napkins. Push it up and just grab the one you're going to eat. That poor lady. He sounds like either uh, like an under, so, undercover cop or he's going to rape her. What kind of flavors of bubble tea do you have? Oh no! <laughs> what's classic? Classic is what? Sorry. Classic is the uh, powder with the uh, black tea. I thought classic it was like. Riddle me this. Riddle me that. that. Who's afraid of the big black bat? Wait, did he just say? I thought it was cat or dog. Okay, like this. Yeah. Did like you just say classic is cat or dog, bro? Can I get watermelon actually? Okay, so no, so the classic watermelon. <laughs> Sorry? You want a watermelon, right? Yeah, watermelon with this. Okay. Watermelon, meal, no meal. Ask her if she gets the happy end. Milk. Yeah, with milk is the powder. If no meal is the juice. No milk, no milk. No milk. Okay, small, the last one? Small. Yeah, 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 small. No, okay. With the pearls, right? Yeah. Okay, nice. The pearls. Everyone loves the pearls, right? So, one less pearls? Everyone loves pearls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the ladies, they all love the pearls. What is he fucking talking about? Poseidon, are you are you fucking are you psychotic? And also, wait over there. Did you legitimately ask them if if the flavor of classic was cat or dog? Did I hear that correctly? Yes. Well, what? What the fuck? High five. Though. I I wish oh, I wish they spoke English better so they could fucking tell you off. Yeah. Sir, how about you get the fuck out of the store? I like that lady to spit on him. I, I don't even know how much I paid, actually. <laughs> I didn't even check. Doesn't <laughs> matter. It's like a thousand dollars. No, but they deserve they deserve the extra money yeah. since you're a fucking asshole. <laughs> Is it cat or dog flavored? Yeah, like everyone everyone that works uh, in a store like that deserves their money now, especially in Chinatown. But it's just nonstop <laughs> comments about bat soup. Yeah, it's just harassment. Do <laughs> you have the receipt? Yeah. Okay. No problem. That's a fucking nice store. I want to go there. Yeah. After this is over, obviously, but yeah, after all this is over, I'll bring you. I'll show you. No, I'm not going with you. You're a shitty customer. You start talking about dogs and cats and shit. Make sure you tip. <laughs> yeah, tip. <laughs> Did you leave a tip, uh, Poseidon? I don't think so. Hey, Poseidon, are those restaurants yeah. across the street open or no? I don't know. Only for takeout. Okay. Some of them are That's still open. open. Yeah. And some of them are open for takeout only. What are you waiting for? My bubble tea. Mm, yes. Quiet. Here, I'll show you across the street. Hold on. 
You see Earl start no breathing on those people. See, yeah, start breathing on them heavy. Is anybody else in here out of breath? <laughs> Anyone else in here have a fever? <laughs> and he shown us the other side of the street, but he just walked and then came back. They're so nice to him, even though he's been a complete piece of garbage weirdo the whole time he's been in there. <laughs> and he's he's holding his phone like this too. He's yeah. looking at them. Could I get the bubble tea? Like it's a zoo. It looks like he's about to shoot up the place. Yeah. <laughs> oh fuck! It's true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're probably like as long as he has both his hands on his phone, we know he's not holding a gun. Yeah. <laughs> just, just smile and be polite, and he'll eventually leave. God damn it, Poseidon. So early. Do you, you want to mute uh, your phone? Poseidon, mute your phone. In a minute, in a minute, in a minute. All right. What do you want? In a minute. In a minute. God damn. <laughs> Put your hands good. all over the straws. Yeah, grab Poseidon. Grab the straws with your two hands and be like, can I have these? And then they're going to be like, no. And then like, go, oh, okay, sorry. Well, that's mean. <laughs> can I have these straws? Or look at the guy at the cash, grab a straw, be like, sir, you want this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why are we watching this lady make tea? Leave her alone, yeah. bro. Yeah, so yeah. far, you're the only bad guy there. Everyone's being nice. Yeah. This looks like the worst reality TV I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> Beside him, mute, mute it. I'd rather, I'd rather listen to stories from Earl. Mute it. Yeah. Okay, hold on. You, yeah. It wouldn't be a very good undercover cop, dude. <laughs> He's fucking bad at everything. <laughs> Sorry, ladies. I got to mute my camera. You see Earl, no podcast in LA are doing this. They're not risking <laughs> someone's life throwing him into Chinatown. We're no, ahead of the LA game. Are too selfish. Yeah. They'd go out themselves. Although but, it is, there is a huge increase in Instagram live videos, which are mostly horrible. Yeah. Can I say that? I don't. Uh, I, I try to get into a lot of Instagram live videos. I feel like people that have never podcasted are staying on Instagram live too long. Well, it's just so simple to do, which is which is good for, for funny people. It's, you don't have to put that much effort into doing yeah. it, but that's also bad because then everyone can... It's like podcasting. Like, yeah. uh, that's the good thing about a podcast is it's really not that hard to do. Uh, but that also means everyone can do them, which, you know, saturates the market. How many, uh, how many episodes have you done of your podcast now? What, what number? Uh, close to 300. God okay. damn. Which is, you know, I mean like Rogan's done, not that I'm putting myself on his level, but like he's done like, I think 1400. So. Yeah. But Rogan you used know, to do, remember those days where he dropped like a couple, uh, more than one in a day or like three a week or so, like he'd, he'd drop a lot. So he, yeah. he produces a lot of fucking content. So he goes up there, oh. you know, you gotta be consistent. Yeah. I mean, I lost, you know, I was taken off the iTunes charts. Uh, I remember we were with you. Yeah. Cause yeah. you, you were number one in America, number one in Canada. And yeah. He, I, uh, what what happened? It's someone. It's because of the 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 music from uh, your intro song. Yeah, but I I have the permission from that band, uh, and uh, you know the so I they haven't been helpful at all. It, it, it's uh, you know I was number eight, uh, 
and then uh, the next day I was off the charts, and wow. it's impossible to fall That's, out of the top. Yeah. You know, I yeah. usually fluctuate between like, say, in my in my prime between five and twenty, uh, and, uh, and they said, "Oh, we someone flagged you for a music violation, but we did two investigations, and uh, you you did nothing wrong." I'm like, "Well, just put me back on the charts." And they're like, well, we don't manipulate the charts. Uh, I'm like, well, I, I know that, but like, I, you know, I was well, number eight yesterday. You so know, they kind of like, well, did manipulate the charts. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, so, uh, so uh, it, that's really hurt the numbers because, you know, when I was in the top 20 consistently, you know, like I was getting offers to tour Australia and, and, and you know, certain clubs in Canada were like, hey, you're, you're pretty high up in the Canadian charts. We don't really know who you are, but you want to play our club. <laughs> oh, mean, that's yeah. awesome. But then when, when you're off the charts, those offers dry up. And, uh, you know, because I know some comics, there's a service. It's called Fiverr. And uh, you can, uh, I think all the, all the people who are on that service are in like India and, and Bangladesh. Mm. They, they can, uh, I guess, hack into the charts. Is that real so, though? I don't know how the fuck would they hack into the charts. I think though, like since uh, iTunes, uh, the iTunes charts, it isn't the numbers; it's the new likes and new comments. So if you hire like five hundred uh, uh, guys from Pakistan to you, give you five stars and say this is the best best podcast, it ever, helps. It'll affect, yeah. 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 So because uh, I know one friend of mine, he he was just curious uh if it worked so he paid i guess for one month it's like a couple hundred bucks okay uh, and uh he did it and <laughs> he his podcast which he had only done like three episodes of and they didn't do very well just because it was new he was in the top 15 oh really <laughs> fuck we should do that for a two drink minimum but get the the ask them to always leave the comment fiverr is the best yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i just Make him make him feel like talk about the podcast that we just beat and say that he he's using Fiverr too. <laughs> the the next guy after us, yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. I mean, I've heard, but I mean, I've heard the the algorithm is based on likes, subscriptions, and uh, weirdly, uh, your cover art. Uh, I, I don't really? know what. That's what I heard, and and then I, if you look at the top twenty, say in iTunes or Apple Podcasts now, comedy, they all do kind of have like uh, similar cartoonish, you know, like Rogan's is, you know, him, his caricature, uh, you know, I guess Burr doesn't have one. like Joey Diaz has almost like a cartoonish version of him. Yeah. Uh, so it, it kind of, I don't know how that would affect your your ranking, but apparently it does. But they're very secretive about it, so it's. Oh, are they? Yeah, you're right. Though they are. Like we don't even know when we fluctuate and stuff. We have no yeah. idea what causes it, or uh, especially when our numbers go up. Uh, and then sometimes our numbers will go up, and then we'll go down in the rankings. So, like, I'll notice. Yeah, I'll be like, I, mean, I don't know how the yeah. fuck this works. We got more listeners, and then we went yeah, down we'll be the like rankings. Like in the top forty with an episode that didn't get that many downloads. A week after, we have a. a bunch of downloads and we're barely in the top 200 yeah it, it, it's weird the way it and i think it's that i think it's if they're not uh you know whatever it is rating it and then leaving comments it won't put you up even if you're even if you're listening to more there's episodes there's podcasts that are listened to less a lot less but they go higher because they get all the 
the clicks. It's very interesting how they do it. I don't know. I think the point is maybe because uh, just like YouTube, they like engagement. So if they see yeah, that your right. podcast is people want to comment or leave uh right they, they assume that they're going to be on the app more or some shit like i don't know what it is plus it helps new new uh, podcasts since like if it was just numbers it'd be impossible to make it in the top 100 in your first 50 shows yeah so but but by doing the likes and the you you can get a new podcast to be in the top 10 and then that makes the person doing it go oh fuck this amazing i should I'm keep, keep doing, doing it. it yeah and then they drop out yeah, I mean, I think I got lucky because uh, the cartoon I'm on, you know, it's Tyler, the creators. The yeah. Jellies? Yeah, yeah. He's incredibly popular. Like he has, I think, on Twitter, four million followers on Instagram, about the same. And he sent out one tweet and he didn't even include the link or the name. But he was like, hey, everyone, uh, watch my dad's podcast, uh, Barry Jelly. And, and so you you would have had to do a little research. OK, who's Barry Jelly? Who's Earl Skakel? But that really helps because he's got millions. Of Four million stuff. people. That's crazy. And and he's like, for me, like, even though I'm 51, like, I do well with younger audiences. And his whole fan base is young. Like, uh, I guess Gen Z, or as you call them. Uh, yeah, it's Gen Z, yeah. So, you know, and so that was, that. I think that's what initially got me climbing up the charts. And then people started to subscribe and all that stuff. Uh, so yeah you should get tyler the creator to re uh <laughs> retweet about your podcast yeah oh my god i mean i would like that w would uh help so much but he's so fucking busy that like uh, we don't even know if the cartoon's coming back just because he just won yeah. a grammy okay because uh, it's doing I mean, like, for insanely me, well right the 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 cartoon it's a uh, adult swim yeah yeah, yeah, it's it's called the Jellies, and uh, it's on Adult Swim, and it, you can stream it for free. Uh, which for like Gen Zers and even Millennials, you know, free content they love. Uh, mm. So it was or is popular, but uh, you know, for him, it's probably like seventh or eighth on his priority list. Whereas for me, it's like you know, one, two, and three. How, how uh, did how did you get that? Did they know you, or you had to audition? Did they offer? To no, you? I got. That's the crazy thing is I don't think anyone on the jellies had to audition. Like it, he just uses his friends and, uh, okay. but they saw me one night at, during roast battle. Uh, and I was going pretty wacky with the references that night. Uh, cause this was back in the first, I think year and a half of the show where it was a wild show. Like they had a rule at that time where if two white comics were battling, each one could say the N word once. <laughs> <laughs> like so i saw tyler the creator and i didn't know who he was i just thought he was some skinny black dude and i made a few uh jokes that were uh if they didn't cross the line they were right on top of it and uh so after the show i left uh i went in the parking lot and i saw him talking to uh, gerard carmichael and i was like oh, uh, I better apologize to him if he's friends with Gerard. Uh, and I said, hey, man, I'm sorry. I hope I didn't offend you. I, I hope you enjoyed the show. And, you know, Brian Moses, I totally threw Moses under the bus. I was like, he tells me to say all that shit. <laughs> Is that <what> you said? <laughs> he's like, my, I can't say what he called me, but he was like, my, you might. And I was like, can I call you that? And he's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> 
And then the next day I got a call saying, do you want to play my dad? And I'm like, who are you? And he's like, I'm Tyler, the creator. I'm like, great. I'm Earl, the comic. Uh, what's, what's the cartoon about? And, uh, That's insane. You're the first white person in history to get a job because he asked a black guy if you could call him the N-word. Yeah. <laughs> could I call him the N-word? I'll have an offer for you tomorrow. Yeah, that's how it works. Yeah. That's amazing. He's, he, that's it's the secret to showbiz. No, you found the secret to showbiz right nice there. Stuff, like, you know, I, I, and that's probably what's made me a little more like bitter against, against the comics in LA. Is like in the voiceover world, like you're treated nice. Like, please, thank you. Good job. You, you know, it's like, can you do this? Thank you. That's yeah, the complete opposite of the comedy world. Yes, how, long, how long does it take you to record an episode? Is it like you go in and you do like four episodes in one afternoon or how does Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, the first, well, he did, we've done two seasons on Adult Swim and, and the first season was on his phone app because he, you know, he's like P. Diddy. He's got like okay. clothing stores, phone apps. Uh, and uh, the first season took a little longer. I think we did three episodes at a, at a time, but uh, the last season, uh, we did the whole season in two days. Oh, yeah. shit. Because, you know, yeah, each, each episode, uh, with the exception of the finale, was like 12 minutes. So, you know, you, it's really just a couple minutes of dialogue for each character. But uh, in season, this last season, you were in the booth with the person you had the scene with. So, uh, which was the first two seasons, you know, you would just do it by yourself and they play the other person's lines. But like this season, I had to call someone the N-word because uh, I'm the dad. And uh, this someone was a six foot eight, like NBA player who uh, I don't think he really got the gist of the show. So <laughs> he's like, uh, hey, bro, you're saying that word a little too easily. I'm like, hey, I didn't write it. Yeah. He did. And, uh, you and know, you're so point, people, pointing to a Jewish guy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm pointing to the white sound engineer. <laughs> No, it's funny because he's like, you, uh, you're really getting into character. And you're like, what? Yeah. What? Wait, are we? Oh, shit, are we rehearsing? <laughs> oh, fuck. I would fuck up the word on purpose sometimes just so I could say it over and over Because <laughs> he plays for a, an NBA team you don't like. <laughs> this is, yeah, I'm no, getting I'm you back now. Guy, so, you know, if it was PK Suman, I wouldn't have said it. I would have used the GGA version. <laughs> if it was, was PK Suban, PK Suban plays for my Devils and uh, horrible, horrible this season. The whole team. Yeah, he was. Uh, I don't know uh, what happened with him. Like he, he really went downhill the last couple of years, but he's still pretty good. He's still pretty good. He's still pretty good. But I heard that he likes to train by himself. He doesn't do the team stuff. Like he's. Uh, yeah. He went on some kind of piece of garbage. Yeah, I heard that as a person. Everyone he that shit. plays with him says he's a piece of shit. Yeah. And I hope it's not true, but that's, think, that's all I hear. But then I mean, again, people talk know, shit all the time. Well, I think uh, someone I know who plays on the Kings was like, uh, he takes up a lot of oxygen in the room, you know. And I think we've all been around comics like that, where it's, yeah. they walk in the room, you're like, how do I get out of this room? <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, so. But he's still good enough where someone will always give him that one or two year deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And he's got to be a real piece of shit for 
uh, players from other teams to know that. Because if you're just yeah. a little little bit of a piece of shit, your your teammates will know, but they're not going to tell the Kings. <laughs> yeah. <it's> like, <laughs> well, well, we probably uh, experienced the same thing in comedy where, you know, word spreads if a comic's a dick or, yeah. or, or not a nice person or, uh, you know, but you're right. Like, you know, if it's reaching the L.A. locker room, which he has really no affiliation with, <laughs> he must be a real dick. There's a memo. The NHLPA sent out a memo to everyone. This guy's yeah. a piece of shit. Yo, is Poseidon still... Poseidon, can you hear us? He's driving, and it appears... I hope that's a one-way street, because <laughs> if not, he's just driving... Yeah, it's, it's, he's, on Saint Laurent, he's on St. Laurent, so it's definitely a one-way street. Yeah, I'm on St. Laurent. Poseidon, what I happened? Went, where are you going? Why are you doing this? I, I, tipped, uh, I tipped the Asian lady 10 bucks because I felt bad. She was super nice, and she was working hard. And you said some racist shit? Good. Good job, buddy. Yeah, and I said I, gifted, I felt bad, so I gave her 10 bucks. She was like, oh, my God, thank you so much. And I was okay. like, you're welcome. Okay, and then what else? Well, that's it. I left. I've been driving around. Uh, pe- people forgot how to drive even more. It's fucking annoying. Wait, like this one guy in a fucking Nissan Juke. I wanted a break. Oh, uh, Nissan what? Juke? Yeah, the shit car there. Enjoying your bubble tea? <laughs> Just taking a sip of bubble tea. You're a fucking, you're a cartoon that lives in the real world. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> it's astonishing. You really are, man. Yeah. I mean, I don't know you, but... I would fucking put you in a sitcom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> God and damn. Don't change. You wouldn't even have to get wardrobe. The members only leather jacket. Yeah. That's fucking... <laughs> no, I'm serious. That's a dope jacket, as the kids say. Like, Thanks, man. I appreciate it. You look like you just fell off an Amber Alert billboard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That's amazing. No, that's a good look for a sitcom. You could be the wacky name. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. An extremely racist, wacky neighbor. No, that would be me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, or else yelling at you. Yeah, we're roommates. So, are you just driving around? Are you talking to people? Are you honking? What are you doing? Are you uh, bothering people? I, I parked. I was honking earlier because people kept cutting me off because they they forgot even they forgot how to drive even more. Is, is there anyone walking time. on the sidewalk around you? There's a lot of people actually on on Saint Laurent, but it's mainly crackheads. Oh, show us a crackhead. Okay. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Ah, fuck my headphones. Hold on. Tell them you have mail for them. Be like, uh, yeah, I got mail here for a Mr. Head, a Mr. Crack Head. Is that you, sir? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's not. A, I stopped. Stop. There's not that many people anymore. Just grab a crackhead. One crackhead. But couldn't you tell if there was people or not by looking out the window? He can't turn left. <laughs> there seemed to be a lot of people earlier. Here, I'm going to take okay. a bit of a walk. Take a bit of a walk. Hold on, let's see what's going on over here. This is uh, the situation in front of me right now. So, Earl, normally this street is jamming. Oh, yeah. What, street... what section of Montreal is that? That's uh, St. Lawrence, St. Laurent oh, Street. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. There's... St. Laurent Street, usually there's a shit ton of people. Who's that guy right in front of you? Open. That guy over there? Yeah. I don't know. It looks like a regular old dude. Chase him, chase like him. A regular old... Run, run after him. Run quickly. I'm not going to run. Oh, run. Oh, there's people coming out of a building. What is this business? What's this? What the what fuck is, is this? Yeah, you're monitoring to see if it's an essential service. What is this? Yeah. Where did she come out of? This That looks suspicious. Jesus Christ. Is that... I think... Is this a... Do they sell... Is this a clothing store that's still open? Get in there, bro. Get in there. Investigate. 
and they're wooden wheels. It looks like a wagon. T tell them you're looking oh, for a, you're looking oh, for a dress only. Oh, T tell them you want to work there. Tell them I could be staff. Tell them I'm, <laughs> I'm looking for a medieval shirt. I'm looking for a medieval shirt. Oh, it's not here. I'm sorry, it's a warehouse. Oh, it's a warehouse. Yeah, so, so, no medieval stuff. No. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> like swords, I'm... at least nothing. Swords, bro. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay, I appreciate it. I was looking for a guillotine. Yeah, I would sell you a sword. <laughs> the yeah. fuck? The now, now touch stuff. The queen's been yeah. very yappy lately. Uh, looking for a Did sword. You... You've been me. touching stuff since before, though. Me, I'm fucking... Me, I'm, fucking, me, I'm armed and dangerous, bro. Oh, Purell. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Armed and dangerous. That's not even going to catch what you have. Yeah, that's not, yeah. <laughs> not going to happen. Oh, fuck. I dropped it. Did you drop the Purell on the floor? Yeah. The bottle? No, the fucking liquid. So <laughs> it went through your bottle. hand? You had your fingers open? You're a walking no, like, calamity, yeah. sir. So he did this. Yeah. It's, very hard. <laughs> it's very hard to walk and to do stuff. Oh, look at this filth. Holy shit. It's very hard to walk and do stuff. Holy shit. I'm telling the cops you did this. Oh, my bro, God. Is that a glove? Okay. <laughs> bro, rubber gloves are the new condoms. Yeah. Why, you you put all your boyfriend's dicks in there and you try to fuck someone at the same time? What are you talking about? Because <laughs> yeah. whenever Poseidon's fucking someone, there are five dudes at yeah. the same time. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, yeah, I don't have enough condoms for all of you. Yeah. Quick, get into this glove. I'm gonna take a walk on Prince Arthur. See how that's happening. Okay, there's nothing happening ever in Prince yeah, Arthur. Yeah, there's nothing happening anywhere. This guy, this guy, this guy on your left. This guy on your left. You're just. Can you do me a favor? You don't have what? to be weird. Just every person you go, tell them good day. Isn't it crazy, right? Yeah. Just start a conversation. Okay, hold on. Good. Ask, ask this guy. Hey, let me ask you, bro. Are you scared of this virus? Hey. Oh, you? he's homeless. Good. Are you afraid, aren't you afraid of the virus? Give him five. What house? He's homeless. He doesn't he have a house. Yeah, he doesn't doesn't have house. He's missing the house part of that. Why are you leaving your box, sir? Yeah. Go back in your box. <laughs> give him change. You don't have a change to give him. Yeah. Give him give Mom. him twenty. What about uh, this other bell? Give a twenty, I'll I'll give you a twenty. I, no I love change. how you're asking him if he's afraid of the virus when he just shit in his, his pants. <laughs> the virus is the least of his worries. What about this guy in the wheelchair, Poseidon? Did we lose Poseidon? I think the guy from the homeless guy fucked him. <laughs> we, we, we don't hear from him at all. We find out in the news he was the victim of a violent homeless beating. <laughs> The guy used the hand sanitizer's lube. Yeah, just fucked up. <laughs> oh, he yeah, he just fucking froze. I wonder what happened. Why, why are you leaving your box, sir? Uh, yeah. See, all right. Can, I mean, it melts it. How can you ask someone that's homeless, why are you leaving your house? <laughs> that's the shittiest thing to tell someone. Oh, I love how he gets within like two inches from him, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, why are you leaving your house? Oh man, it's like he doesn't know what homeless is. He thinks it's just uh, they just like to leave their homes for extended periods of time. That's what he thinks homeless is. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow, and he he completely disappeared. Yeah. Oh, he's off the he's call. Gone. Oh, <laughs> this is great. Well, like the predator. Look, it was a risk we were willing to take.
I mean, it, we, we sacrificed Poseidon for the sake of the show. So, Earl, uh, you you must be missing a stand up like crazy now. Oh, I I'm like, I, I, it's, it's the weirdest feeling. Like, there's yeah, I mean, it's, I'm used to going up pretty much every night. Uh, but uh, that's why I even succumbed to doing a few Instagram live, like I wouldn't say shows, but uh, you know. Just, that's what I'm more interested about more than the crowds if they're going to be there or not is how even you know like from Chris D'Elia to open micers everyone's going to be rusty yeah 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 you know it'll be very interesting to you know even Rogan uh, although he has this podcast you know which is somewhat performing like he's still uh, talking yeah but it's a different you, you know there's a lot of comics I know who don't have a podcast and it's like they've done nothing for almost a month and a half yeah fucking just what you need that's crazy too people don't get that even not doing shows for like 10 days you get rusty so after a month and a half everyone's gonna be this gonna be the best time for a new comic to start because for the first (laughs) week he'd be like i'm as good as Chappelle." I don't think Chappelle would uh, would get rusty as quick as the rest of us, though, because he's oh, always yeah. disappearing and coming back. So he's he's ready for this kind of shit. Yeah, I, I think mean, Chappelle's year time in Africa prepared him for this. Yeah, well, I mean, I know some comics who probably think, "Hey, I did as many shows as Dalia did this week." Yeah, uh, well, that's kind of true, I guess, but mm. uh, not really. Because the rest of the year, it's not true. Yeah, he. See if you could say that in June. I think you have to learn to live inside your head. I mean, we already do as comics, but I think you have to learn a bit more how to live inside your own head. And because I've been doing that a lot. Sometimes when I'm sitting down, I'm just, I'm going through uh, material. I'm like, oh, wait, no, I should say it like this. I should say it. Stuff that I would normally test on stage. Yeah. I'm testing it in my head now because I don't want to get back to, first of all, I don't want to forget jokes because you know, you think oh, I'm going to go sit on stage, but there's no stage. So you're going to forget. Yeah. So I don't want that to happen. And I also don't want. Uh, to forget, I don't want to forget these jokes. Poseidon, try to call us. Oh, there he is. Oh, he's back. Okay, well, he wasn't. Poseidon, you weren't killed. What if it's the homeless guy driving his car. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be awesome. That would be the... like, how, look at my new house. How amazing <laughs> it is. Uh, uh, my phone died. What happened, Poseidon? My phone died. Oh, it was just the battery? Yeah, can you guys hear me well? Well, we it's yeah. your voice, but yeah, we can hear you. What the fuck is wrong? What are you doing? There's like an air pump going puts, puts, puts. Oh, Dirty Dogs is still open. It's probably your liver. <laughs> so yeah, sorry about that. I cut off. No, no, we're we're fine. There's still three comics here, so we're we were we didn't miss you. We were just nervous yeah. in case you got jumped by a homeless gang. Well, that's what it looked like, eh? <laughs> it kind of looked like because I really wanted you to ask the guy in a wheelchair a question. Be like, hey, wheels, uh, what are you doing here? Get back in your house. <laughs> I like how Poseidon stops, contributes nothing, just eats. Yeah. And deep throats the straw. Yeah, you really go deep with that straw, bud. Yeah. Really? No. If that glass had balls, you'd be licking them. No. <laughs> 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 well. So Earl, are you uh, working on anything top secret that you want to unleash as soon as this shit's over? Uh, well, there's a special, uh, and, and nowadays, 
you know, all specials really aren't that special. Yeah. Everyone's got one, but uh, it's the way it's going to be presented might be uh, exciting, uh, hopefully, because uh, I, I just I don't want to just do a special of just me in a theater not a theater but like a whatever venue because it's just oh, it's just another special so it's yeah. hard to like make them unique these days it's hard to uh, make them special yeah i mean yeah. It, it's like there's some really good specials that go under the radar just because uh they all get kind of tossed in the same bucket and you know they're they're big for a week and then even the ones on netflix now are like you know you saw billboards for leslie jones special at least in la all over town and then a week later it was uh someone else's special so uh that's happening with netflix specials god knows you know i kind of like what sam morell did just release yeah. it on his own produced it made it put it on youtube and i don't know how he makes money on it but like i like that rogue uh type of just saying fuck the networks and i'll do it my way yeah 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 Yeah. if you put it free on youtube the good thing is it's so accessible that that's your best billboard yeah so, so then it's just you tour your new hour uh, for people who have seen that one and they're excited to watch you so that's the best Um, plus Netflix, I think Netflix has turned down even some really good comics. So unless you're like, if you're not one of the top A-listers with those, then you're not going to get a special now with them. It doesn't look like, so yeah. you, we have no choice, but to look at other alternatives. Yeah. And it's also just like trying to make it at least visually something different. Like, you know, like even with Bert Kreischer, you know, the whole shirt off thing works because it's like mm. no one else does that. Yeah. So Uh, you know, it's, it's trying to just rack my, you know, we all certainly have the time to just sit here and think, okay, what can I do? Should I have a dog on stage? Should I, I don't know, <laughs> uh, do it naked, you know, amplify what's Bert doing and like, you know, so just trying to, you know, be different in some capacity. I think Poseidon's giving you a hint. Just eat, just have a fat guy on stage eating while you tell your jokes. But dude, I seriously like something like that. You'd want you'd be like, hey, did you see Earl special or whoever special? Yeah, some fat dude behind him eating the whole time. It was great. Like, But never address you know. it. You never address it. He's just dipping in, eating, enjoying the show. One seat on stage, just him eating while you're doing your set. And you never address him like he's not there. Yeah, what, like what? I've always wanted to bring a guitar on stage and have it hung around my neck and just never even address it the whole time I'm up there. Don't play one note. Just have a like a fucking pink flying v jackson guitar with an amp behind me and i just do my jokes and then just throw the guitar in the crowd after is I mean, he it's hard to be different now like yeah. and stand out like you know even louis ck special is kind of like you know a couple of years ago it'd be like oh my god but there's so many now it's, it's just like oh you know did you see louis special i didn't even know it was out yeah you You think we're getting overexposed? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, I know a lot of comics, you know, especially on the specials some of my friends got on Comedy Central. Like, they were just kind of put up more online than on the network. Maybe put on the network once, you know, on a Friday night, and then it's off to the streaming. And so it's like I'm trying to, you know, for myself, going, okay, what networks don't have a lot of specials? Is there a 
you know, a, a certain network that, you know, if I got on there, it'd be, all right, well, he's the first guy to have a special on this platform or, uh, so it's just, that's more where my there's head's a, going. I, there's a true, there's true TV, uh, ever have specials. I don't think so, but that, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Like, yeah. uh, you know, uh, maybe, uh, do something maybe all crime jokes or something yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. You, know, you do uh, like a hgtv special <laughs> it's all yeah. fucking just makeovers poseidon's on national going, geographic yeah you go in the jungles and you do comedy to the uh you know the amphibians <laughs> like you know or some guy i don't think i'm gonna do it but he was like you should do a call it Earl live on sunset and it's just me going up to people on the street doing two or three jokes and then moving on to the next batch of people and, you know I don't know if that would have been good or not but at least people would have kind of hey did you see it he wasn't yeah. in a theater or a comedy club yeah I don't know I, I'm, I'm, I'm always uh, against most of that I'm always of the mindset uh, just make sure the material's good and then do it anywhere but I also prefer yeah. Uh, like, you know, the theater shows that people, I, I prefer if you get a nice, uh, good comedy club. Yeah. Uh, that's, and it's a little smoky, the room. That's what I prefer visually. When I say, oh, this feels like stand-up. You know, because the, the, since everyone's doing their special at theaters, I think it would be nice to see just a couple more intimate, because there's a different feeling when you're in a comedy club than when you're at theater. The only thing is, though, like, if when, like, Dave Chappelle does a comedy club, you're like, okay, he's doing this because he loves the art form. But it, when you're not that level, uh, people go, oh, he, he can just do clubs. Oh, you mean when they watch the special? Yeah, because they see like some shitty comic uh, that can't sell tickets, but they're in a theater in front of 4,000 people, even though those 4,000 people don't even know who they were going to go see. But then people are watching that and going, okay, that, that guy or that girl is way more popular than uh, whoever's in a club. Yeah, which is... Yeah, I mean, it's... Uh, like, I did a... It wasn't a comedy special, but I did the, the roast of this hockey player, Shane Doan, uh, in Phoenix, and it was packed. It was at the House of Comedy, and, you know, like, uh, Shane Doan's, like, a legendary, uh, specifically in Arizona. He, he played on them for 21 years. He never left. Yeah, but the crowd was, like, the hottest crowd I've ever been in front of, and you know maybe if you tweak the special where it's not that you're roasting the audience the whole hour but like you know it was like wow i could it's probably the best crowd i've ever been in front of and it's just uh maybe have an hour where you're just roasting the audience or if if that's your style uh something different where people would i don't know but it's hard like i've racked my head like how can i just be a little different yeah, I mean, I would love to do a special in front of four thousand people. That would be cool too. Yeah, uh, but you know, I, I don't think I'm at that fame level yet where I could get four thousand people in a building. Well, it's uh, it's four thousand is hard. I, I don't, it depends. Um, it depends on why they're coming out. If they think it's a special, Earl, I I think they'll come out for fucking Skakel. If you tell me, you I have mean, a I vaccine would for the coronavirus. Tell them you have a vaccine yeah. for the coronavirus. Yeah. <laughs> But like maybe the whole audience is in the, in mask or so, like something yeah. just visually like, uh, you know, I mean, it's hard. Like I've racked yeah. my brain like the last few months. We're saying this while he's eating. He finished his box of sticks and now he's he's onto the bubble tea. I feel like the universe is, is giving you hints here, Earl. 
there's the gimmick having this guy eat while you record your special I mean, maybe it's in his car and we just drive around Montreal. <laughs> maybe that's it. Maybe that's what the universe is telling us right now. God damn. Shut up. Oh, yeah. I've seen your driving skills. Yeah, yeah. We, we know you're not a good driver. Are you allowed to drive by grade schools or do you have to keep a safe distance? Um, I have to speed by them. <laughs> they, they repeal that. They repeal that. Yeah. No, no, they told me if I drive by a school, I have to speed through. They'd rather I hit a kid than rape one. So. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. That, that could be the only my special right there. This is my driver. That means, besides that means, by what you just said, that you can't control yourself. If you're driving slow, you're going to have to just stop the car and rape a kid. Yeah. yeah. That, would be, that would be the special. I'm in the back seat. You stop every five minutes and rape someone. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just Earl, what am I going to do with him? <laughs> What's the deal with these rapists in Montreal? They're yeah. out of control. It's a sitcom. It's really a fucking sitcom. There's worse on the air. Yeah. There's some shit on the air, yeah. Oh, it's horrible. I don't know. Uh, I don't get to watch too much Canadian TV, but like... Well, we watch the- mostly American. Right. But yeah. that's what bumps me out about like I'm dying up here not being brought back and then you'll see a show like uh, Big Brother on its like 30th season. <laughs> like It's like... Because that shit appeals to the lowest common denominator. Like Big Brother is gonna, Big Brother appeals to Poseidon, for example. Like Big Brother will appeal to everyone, to the everyman, except us. Like I don't like any of that shit. I, I can't stand oh, I reality it. TV. I love reality TV. Oh, I can't take it. Me, I mean, it, it makes me feel better about myself. So well, you, you like making fun of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, I can't I can't watch it's cringy to me just cuz it a lot of it doesn't feel natural, you know, and then when they have those uh every show has you go to a booth where you speak to the audience yourself, you know, right. the camera. The talking heads. Yeah, and then they'll do all the chops. It's like, yeah, we should be allies and then it cuts. Yeah, this guy's a buffoon. I'm not his ally. Like it's uh, it's huh. been done. It's just so I hate it. Yeah. I hate I mean, it. Well, it's funny at the comedy store. A lot of those reality stars go there, for, you know. I don't know uh, to see comedy, and and you meet them, and then you're like, oh, they're not that bad. Like they're actually fairly nice people. Uh, you think they you edit know? it in a way where everyone's a stupid cunt on those shows? Oh yeah, you know they. They first of all they film full of booze, uh, and then they. Uh, yeah, I was on a, a show at the Improv where they were filming an episode of Vanderpump Rules, which is I don't know if that's uh, in Canada, but it's uh, it's a show about a restaurant where everyone fucks everyone and it's <laughs> all the drama. And they asked me to do comedy on the show so they could be in a comedy club environment. And uh, in between takes, I, they would set certain scenes up. Okay, let's put let's see this person who doesn't like this person. Let's see them together. Uh, so it's very manufactured. Yeah, yeah. This is everything. That's what Hollywood is. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, but I, I need mindless entertainment. I don't know about you guys, but like when I watch TV, I don't want to, like, I don't want to see the fucking coronavirus death toll yeah. updates. Yeah, Jesus. I don't want to see Trump. Like, or- I've always been a, a documentary guy. And since the coronavirus, I only want to watch 90s comedy movies. Like, I mean, or, or like uh, I, I put in my queue every like every um, uh, Richard Pryor or Rodney Dangerfield movie I could find on Netflix. 
like I want to watch Easy Money. I want to watch uh, Bruce's Millions. I want to watch stuff that'll make me forget what fucking time we're living in. Yeah, I mean, you can't watch TV these days. And, yeah. and like you turn on the news, it's just constant, you know, uh, conspiracies. And, you know, Trump is this. And then you get the Fox News. Trump is great. And it's like, I just want to laugh. For yeah, yeah, just hours. forget about it for a moment. Yeah. You you get depressed even if you're not depressed. You if you like, that's why I watch those stupid reality shows or like, I'm doing one step further than you, Mike. I go to the '80s uh, movies, which okay. uh, you know, like uh, I just watched last night uh, with my fiance a movie called My Bodyguard, which is just typical '80s angst movie, and you know, just made me forget the world's problems for two hours. My bodyguard was that the it was the kid in high school that uh that that he had a guy that was uh that would follow him yeah. around everywhere. Oh yeah, I fucking yeah. love that. Oh, movie. is that good? Yeah, it was really good. I was got that some on, to watch. Uh, Netflix or, or Prime? Uh, or I think it was on Amazon Prime. But the lead okay. actor in it is uh, a Canadian actor. His name is Chris Makepeace. Okay. And, uh, if you ever seen the movie Meatballs, like he was the young kid in that. Okay. Um, yeah. 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 Um, and, and so it's just this, just the stupid movies. And there's a sidekick in the movie that had this. This is what bums me out about the business. It, it was this kid's only movie, but he he stole the movie. He was just like the best friend, and uh, he probably had like ten lines in the whole movie. But he had some of the best timing on these lines. And uh, you know, I looked him up on. Uh, I was like, well, this guy would be a great guy for my podcast. And he sells real estate in Chicago. Never acted after my bodyguard. Oh, really? Yeah. So just crazy that, you know, someone's that talented can just be forgotten by the business. That probably means that, like, since he was a kid, maybe someone tried to fuck him. And then his family was like, fuck it. We're leaving L.A. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I got the casting couch uh, attempted on me a few times. Uh you know, so did Poseidon pretend he was a producer? Ladies, <laughs> well, if it was all ladies, I wouldn't be complaining. Okay, but, uh, but this guy was like a huge. He was like the head of casting at Fox, so like he was a big, like, you know, when he told me what he told me, I was like, all right, well, this guy's you know like one of the casting directors on the X Files, like he's legit. Uh, but then uh, you know, I figured out pretty soon he was legit in terms that- of like. Is that weird? Like when you when that happens to you, that then every time you watch a show on Fox, you're like, "Oh, that guy sucked a dick to get that job." Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I mean, like he got me. It was just you know at the time it didn't really bother me. I I just thought, oh, this is how the business is. Uh, but then you know when all the Harvey Weinstein stuff started coming out, I'm like, God, that was kind of fucked up. <laughs> like because he he got me into his office and there in on the fox lot and his office was amazing like it had a shower in it it had like leather like futons and beds in it it was really like frightening now that i look back at it yeah (laughs) and uh so he starts he got me in there by saying i want to introduce you to Brittany murphy who i had the biggest crush on and i was like yeah and uh and then he takes off his pants in the office i'm like what are you doing dude He's like, oh, I ran a marathon this weekend and my testicles are bruised. Can you look? And it's like, come on, dude. Where's Brittany Murphy? What? 
This is Brittany. Yeah. This is Murphy. Now suck him. <laughs> but then he introduces me to Brittany Murphy. Like, so he, he like. Also, he did know, know Brittany he, Murphy. He brings me into the table read. It was the first table read for King of the Hill. So, you know, it's in this gigantic boardroom and, and, you know, Mike Judge is there, you know, and that's fucking Beavis and Butthead. So I'm yeah. like, oh my God, Beavis and Butthead. And then Brittany Murphy and all the other actors. And, and he's in his fucking pajamas. So I'm sure when we walked <laughs> into this room, I looked like his lover. <laughs> and then he tried one more time to like do something i'm like yeah it ain't happening bro holy shit the balls on this guy though yeah but i mean he was balls, legit but... you know it was yeah, legit hard they were bruised uh but i <laughs> that just goes to show you like you're probably right that kid from my bodyguard was like I don't somebody tried to up. fuck him yeah, I mean, it happens. Uh, I mean, I see it in comedy, like, you know, but in comedy, it's more headliners bringing an Instagram model on the road. Hey, I loved your set. Oh, oh that's actually smart. And you're never bored. Well, <laughs> well some fall for it. Yeah. Some. Like, like that. that's what's sad about comedy, though, is people that suck dicks for jobs suck dicks to middle. Yeah, yeah. It's not you're not sucking a dick to get a twenty million dollar Netflix special. You're sucking a dick to open for someone in fucking Cincinnati at the fucking yeah. Chuckle Hut at yeah. the Funny Bone. Yeah, yeah. I'll see you in Jacksonville at the uh, Comedy Zone. Oh, is there a place called Comedy Zone in Jacksonville? Yeah, I, I went there once with Rob Schneider. I mean, it was cool going on the road with him just because I was treated nice because they wanted to you know, be in with him. Uh, oh, you should headline the next time. And then, you know, as soon as Rob's out of the room, they wouldn't talk to you. But Okay. I like those okay. kind of people. Piece of shit. Piece of know. shit. So, uh, Mike, I don't want to forget before we go, um, Mike Ward's website, as you all know, is MikeWard.ca. Head over there to get yeah. Mike Ward's uh, French language podcast, Mike Ward's a Good. It's the number one French language comedy podcast on the planet now. He still has not been kicked off the charts. So take a look at that. Earl Skakel, <laughs> inappropriate Earl. Okay, you're going to go on iTunes. You can go Google Podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Earl Skakel, even SoundCloud. Inappropriate Earl is the podcast. Inappropriate Earl. Uh, me and Mike have been on there before. Uh, it's a fucking great podcast. It's uh, one of the podcasts that's on my podcasting app. So that, I believe, is always a credit to someone's podcast if I'm willing to always listen to it. Um, you're going to find Poseidon at a street corner near you soliciting sex from a homeless man. Uh, or the Poseidon sixty nine on the Twitter and Instagram, and Earl also is uh, Earl Skakel Instagram and Twitter. Anything I forgot to mention, guys? I just um, want to say thank you uh, to both uh, or all three of you, uh, wherever Poseidon is. Uh, I love you guys, man. Oh, so uh, dude, thanks, Earl. We're happy to have you on. Uh, next time we're in LA, we're gonna hit you up, and whenever you're down here, we're gonna have you in the studio for a real fucking show. I mean, if uh, everyone in L.A. comedy were like you guys, I wouldn't be so fucking angry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I think the feeling is mutual. Uh Yeah. So thank you all for watching. Thank you for listening. And check out Inappropriate Earl. Thanks, guys.